Hey folks, the news just keeps coming, especially out of Washington. On Friday, President Trump fired State Department Inspector General Steve Linick, making him the fourth IG that Trump has removed in just the last two months. Meanwhile, the president and his allies are accusing Obama administration officials of improperly unmasking Michael Flynn's identity in classified intelligence reports during the presidential transition. And following the DOJ's unprecedented move to dismiss the Flynn case, Judge Emmett Sullivan appointed a respected former federal judge and prosecutor to argue against the DOJ's position and explore the possibility of holding Flynn in criminal contempt for perjury. And on Thursday, Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Richard Burr stepped down from his position after news broke that the FBI had seized his phone as part of an investigation into possible insider trading. I talk about all of this and more with Ann Milgram on the Cafe Insider podcast. Today, we are sharing a clip from the most recent episode. To listen to our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, try the membership free for two weeks. You can do that at cafe.com slash insider. That's cafe.com slash insider. Students with a valid.edu email qualify for a special discount at cafe.com slash student. That's cafe.com slash student. We look forward to having you as a part of the insider community. It appears that the Inspector General, Steve Linick, was fired by the president at the request of the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Trump was asked about this in the last day or two. He basically said, I don't know him at all. I never even heard of him. But uh, I was asked to by the State Department, by Mike. So I don't know him. Never heard of him. But they asked me to uh, terminate him. I have the absolute right as president to terminate. I said, who appointed him? And they said, President Obama. I said, look, I'll terminate him. And then Trump also said, essentially, that, that he believes he should fire every Obama-appointed inspector general. Now, why is it controversial? Maybe we should talk a little bit about what kinds of things it appears that Inspector General Linick was looking at. Before we even get there, yeah. can we just stop at, at, for one moment on the fact that, you know, Trump has said exactly what you said. Yes, Pompeo told me to do it. I did it. Pompeo has said publicly that he asked Trump to fire Linick because he was, quote, undermining the State Department, meaning, in my view, the guy was doing his job, right? I mean, the, the job is to investigate. And Linick is a former assistant U.S. attorney. He was 12 years as an AUSA in California and in Virginia. He was the executive director of the National Procurement Fraud Task Force, a deputy chief of the fraud section at DOJ. I mean, he is, he is a really serious pro- – he was a prosecutor for more than 15 years – we should also just note that he has been very he was very critical of Hillary Clinton. He is the one that put out the Inspector General State Department report in 2016 related to her use of an email server, basically saying, you know, she didn't follow the right processes and that there was a risk to the security of the information. I mean, he, you know, he didn't find that anything was compromised, but he basically said there are rules that should be followed and she didn't follow them. So, he is not someone He was who's tough been on the prior administration. Yes. Look, people should appreciate, you know, Inspectors General are very rarely beloved by the agency and the agency head. Like they're they're, they're kind they're of not like supposed in, to be. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of like internal affairs at a police department, right? They're the ones that are looking to see what misbehavior has taken place, what misconduct has taken place, and I guess in a manner of speaking, they're going to be at odds with the agency often. But for purposes of of the long term good health and integrity of the agency, they sometimes point out things that maybe the agency wants to sweep in. The whole point of the inspector general is to make sure that the place is being run on the up and up and that laws and regulations are being upheld. 
Exactly. And when something isn't, to issue a public report that allows for scrutiny of things that are happening. And so that's the context and background in which we now see Trump having fired three inspector generals, moving to fire the fourth in Linux, and really, you know, and we should talk about the specifics of this one, but really working to undercut any independent investigation or analysis into the actions of his administration. And like, there's just no question that they don't want dissent. They don't want to be questioned or to be investigated. And it goes completely against good government, right? The whole point of good government is to say like, you know, we're going to hold ourselves accountable. We're going to be transparent where we can be. And that this is exactly the opposite of that, in my view. Yeah. So one of the reasons it's controversial is that it seems that the inspector general was looking at some things that maybe Mike Pompeo didn't love. And the initial reporting was that the inspector general was looking at things like um, Mike Pompeo using staff at the State Department to do personal errands for him, like dry cleaning, walking the dog, stuff like that. Picking up takeout. Picking up takeout. You you know, you saw that Donald Trump address that yesterday and said, you know, I don't don't know, you know, why that's such a big deal. Mike Pompeo is a big job. He's talking to world leaders. He might be talking to Kim Jong-un. And, you know, maybe his wife is not around to do dishes. If you ask someone to do dishes, you know, I'd rather have him being able to talk to these world leaders. I don't know what the the exact regulations are on, on having political staff do that kind of yeah, work. Yeah, I mean, we should talk about that just for one second, because this is not the first round of allegations. There were prior allegations against Pompeo that he was using his diplomatic security officers, the people who were supposed to be protecting him, to do essentially the same thing, right? Dry cleaning, um, you know, errands with his dog or pick up food. And the latest round of allegations relate to a staffer. So it appears that he moved from using his security agents to do it to like a personal assistant who's a political appointment in his office. Now, this gums up a lot of officials. I mean, it's, you and I have joked about this before, but the reason I got a speeding ticket when I was AG is that I had to like do, I had to go to a tailor to get like some suits hemmed or something. And I drove myself before work, right? I wouldn't use my security detail that I had when I was AG to do personal things. Now, It's really like the general rules are that you should use people for business purposes, not for personal purposes when you work in the government. And obviously, you know, there's an extent to which like there can be some blurring of lines, but the allegations against Pompeo fall way outside of what people would consider acceptable in my experience. And frankly, many people have had to resign over things like this. And so it's just worth, I'm not saying it's a crime, um, although obviously it's it's an abuse of federal government resources and taxpayer dollars, but it is a big deal and it is a violation of the public trust that's important for people to, to understand. There's a range of conduct. I'm not sure where this falls on the spectrum. Look, we talked about this case, we talked about this issue with respect to, to Bridgegate, where the Supreme Court held that certain kinds of things, like a government official you know, getting employees of the government to come paint your house, that's a much more obvious transgression and, and probably rises to the level of, of a criminal act. I don't know if this does, but there's a second thing that's maybe a little more serious that is suggested to be part of the reason why they want to get rid of Linux. Congressman Engel has said that at his request, there was supposedly an investigation by the inspector general looking into the president's efforts to declare an emergency so he could sell weapons to Saudi Arabia. And the suggestion is maybe they didn't like that investigation. But in any event, as a result of that, Senator Menendez and Representative Engel have jointly sent a letter and said they're opening up an investigation. I don't know how much investigating Bob Menendez can do because he's in the minority in the Senate. But Engel is the chair and the Democrats are in the majority. So maybe they can they can have some effectiveness there. 
look, we don't know what Linick was investigating. We should find out. And Congress should be asking the questions of why are you firing somebody who's who's obviously a very, very extremely well-qualified person. And so, yeah, I mean, there's there's questions about did it relate to this an enormous sale of arms to Saudi Arabia? Did it relate to abuse of his office? I mean, which which we should say, I mean, we're talking about like, you know, there's a range of things, but I'm sure it is in violation of State Department guidelines. I don't really have a question if you have either your diplomatic security or your somebody who works for the State Department, if you have them running your personal errands, I'm sure that's not allowed. And so it could be a whole host of things we don't know for sure. What is a problem, though, is that you actually have on record the head of the agency and the president of the United States basically saying, you know, we don't like him because we don't want to be looked at, right? He's undermining our authority and our ability to do things because he's asking questions and he's conducting investigations. And look, again, we don't know the whole story, but you know, my view is Congress needs to hold hearings. There needs to be a full vetting. And look, Grassley, he needs to do this. I mean, he's, uh, you know, th- this so his statement was not his statement is not super strong. It was not. And Grassley, as you and I know from the Senate, our time in the Senate, and otherwise, he has presented himself as a champion of whistleblowers. That's one of his signature issues. But I guess part of the big problem is this law that Walt, Walter Schaub reminds us of that requires a president to give 30 days notice, it doesn't necessarily give a lot of power to Congress. It just, it just calls for a delay so that Congress can raise a ruckus if it wants. But if it doesn't, and this played out with Atkinson, right? Michael Atkinson was announced to be leaving. Letters were sent. Those letters were ignored. And then Atkinson is gone. And, you know, I fear the same kind of thing will happen here. There, there's a limit to how much protection you can give an inspector general if you accede to the view, which I think most people have to, that the president can fire folks in the executive branch like the inspector general. You can you can require an explanation uh, by law. But if President Trump thinks it suffices to say, I've lost confidence, which Grassley and others say is not a sufficient explanation, but if the, that's all the president wants to give – there's and not a whole hell of a lot. Right. There's not a whole right. hell of a lot you can do except shine a light. And if people don't care, and it happens at 10 p.m. on a Friday and everyone's you know, caught up rightly in, in COVID-19, it's like it, it doesn't have much of an effect. What do you think about Ellie Honig's argument in, I think, the brief he did for, I don't know if it was on Twitter or in the brief he does for CAFE, where he basically said, look, this should be looked at as potential obstruction of justice under 18 United States Code 1505. You know, if there's an existing internal proceeding that counts for purposes of the statute, and then you have to ask whether someone with a corrupt purpose was essentially trying to stop an investigation. And so what do you make of that? I mean, obviously, there's I think a it's lot an agree- we don't Look, know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I, you'd have to know a lot more facts. You'd have to be able to tie the action very directly to an intent to impede the investigation. There may be other reasons why they wanted to fire him. I think it's a tough and aggressive case to make. And I don't think anybody's in the administration is looking to make it, right? So again, we know that <laughs> right. Bill Barr is running <laughs> DOJ, right? Chris Ray's running FBI. Look, I, I predict that we will be here in future weeks talking about other inspectors general being fired. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're an inspector general, don't you get your resume ready now? Yes. I mean, it's a terrible yes. thing to say, but, you know, the writing's on the wall for sure. Look, which is not to say, just to be clear, not every inspector general, you know, walks on water and has a halo. They're, they're just people like like everyone else. And you can have someone who's, you can have a bad AG, you can have a bad deputy attorney general, you can have a bad inspector general, you can have a bad U.S. attorney. These things happen there's no evidence that that's what's going on in these instances. And I think most troubling is that the president of the United States indicates 
his um, antipathy, not for particular inspectors general so much, but for the whole concept. Yeah, I think that's the biggest issue. Yep. Yeah, he, he, he hates oversight by Congress. He hates accountability from the Department of Justice. He hates the idea that there are inspectors general who can undermine what he thinks is the pure prerogative of the heads of the agencies that he appoints. He just hates that stuff. He hates it. He hates it like with a, with a hot passion. And that's what's dangerous. And that's what gives you concern that these things are not being done in good faith. These firings are not being done in good faith. Unless Congress does something about it and, and people care about it, it's going to continue. And that's bad for everybody. So uh, guess what? Michael Flynn continues to be in the news and is going to continue to be in the news for quite some time because of what Judge Emmett Sullivan has been doing in that case. So people will recall that Michael Flynn, former National Security Advisor to the President, I hope you've enjoyed this sample of the Cafe Insider podcast. To listen to the full episode, head to cafe.com slash insider and try out the membership free for two weeks. Interested students with a valid EDU email can head to cafe.com slash student. To the many of you who have chosen to join the Insider community, thank you for supporting our work. <laughs>